This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan of Relatable. I am so glad to be with you for this episode. So I am going to be spilling the tea on the insider secret to a better marriage. So I want you to think about your marriage right now at this very moment and where it is. I want you to think about how it is you are relating to your husband, how you guys communicate with each other, how you feel when you are around him, how he feels when he is around you. Just take a quick snapshot of your marriage in this moment in time. And I want you to think about taking it up a notch, (laughs) whatever that looks like for you, just taking it up one notch and being in a place that's a little bit better, a little bit better than what you are experiencing now, a little bit better interactions, a little bit better communication, a little bit better feelings when you are in each other's presence. And the reality is, you know, no marriage is perfect. Every marriage can be better in some way, shape, or form. And a lot of times when we are seeking something in our marriage that we don't yet have, when we are envisioning a future um, that is a little bit better or a lot better than what we have right now, we begin to look for the things within the marriage that needs to change. So for example, we begin to look at communication and we dissect the communication that is happening between us and our husbands, meaning we look at how frequent the communication is happening, right? Are we checking in with each other throughout the day? Whenever I speak with women um, and I ask them to sort of map out an ideal day, it always includes some connection throughout the day. You know, you're at work and he's at work. And so many, many people want like a text message or a quick phone call to just see how you're doing throughout the day to check in with him on how he's doing. So, you know, the frequency of communication is one of those things that a lot of people look at. Um, Another thing people look at is just the level of communication. So how honest are you all able to be with each other? Do you feel like your husband can come to you with... um, his issues or his concerns or the things that are weighing on his mind? Do you feel like you can go to him and talk to him about anything um, and receive 
empathy, receive understanding, receive acknowledgement, right? So there's one level where it's, yes, we can have honest and open and candid conversations. And then there's another level where you walk away feeling heard and understood and appreciated. And so when it comes to assessing your marriage and what would make it better, many people look to that, right? They look to the level of communication that is happening, or they look to the frequency of communication that is happening. Another area that people often look at is just the connection, right? Like, are you spending time together? Do you feel like a priority in each other's lives? Are you doing those things that you did in the beginning to sort of um, connect with each other and learn more about each other and have meaningful interaction and time spent with each other? So those are just a few of the things that automatically I think people look at when it comes to taking their marriage up a notch, making things a little bit better, going from good to great or ordinary to extraordinary. And I think all of those things are important. I think all of the things in terms of the direct interaction, all of the things that are sort of um, happening in the marriage itself are important factors to look at. But it's really not what's going to make the difference. And I feel like there's a um, a little known secret and inner wisdom that some people get right away and it makes all the difference. It makes all the difference in everything else that's going on in the marriage. It makes all the difference in how you communicate with each other. It makes all the difference in how you prioritize the relationship and the time that you spend together. So what is that secret? What is that insider secret to a better marriage? I'm so glad you asked. Are you ready for it? Are you really, really ready for it? Okay, I think you are. So the insider secret to a better marriage is a better relationship with yourself. Let me say that again. The insider secret to a better marriage is a better relationship with yourself. Why? Why is that? So any relationship you have actually and anything that is happening in your life is really just an extension and a reflection of you. And so the relationship you have with your husband is really viewed, perceived, and experienced through the eyes of your relationship with yourself. And so if there are things within you that annoy you about you, whether that's conscious or unconscious, you are going to be annoyed by those same things in your husband. And if you're not super self-aware, it's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that those things you are frustrated by about him are just him. Like, it's just him. And I'll use my own self (laughs) as an example here. So one of the things I continue to work through in my own thinking 
is the level with which my husband works. So he has a very demanding job, but he is also incredibly ambitious and has a lot of integrity and great work ethic. And so that means that when other people don't pull their weight, when other people fall short, when other people don't show up for their um, shifts, that he is the one to fill in the gaps. And, you know, a lot of times I express to him how when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. And, you know, when I look at him and the amount of time he spends working, I can sometimes fall into the trap of feeling annoyed and frustrated about that. But when I really sit and am extremely self-reflective, extremely honest with myself, I can then identify the ways that I do the very same thing, the ways that I push myself and pour myself into my business and the work I do with you and for you because I'm so passionate about it. And the times when I say yes to doing my work, (laughs) I don't always look at what I am inherently saying no to. And yet I give myself grace in those moments or I ignore that reality for myself but hold him to this different standard and different level of responsibility. And so I want you to just think about what it is you see in your husband that causes you a little bit of frustration, that rubs you the wrong way, that makes you get in your feelings, and just begin to sort of catalog how you may be doing the same thing or something similar. Now, I'm going to tiptoe around an issue that I know we will discuss more in this podcast, but I do encounter a lot of women who have relationships um, where there is infidelity. And so if that's you and you're listening to me and you're saying, wait a minute, Siobhan, no, I'm the one that's faithful. I'm the one that has not betrayed my husband. He stepped out of the marriage or he had that flirty communication with someone. And so, you know, I can't see that as a reflection of me because I haven't done that. I would never do that. And I'm not here to accuse you and I'm not here to diminish what that experience is like and how painful it is. But if you're willing to grow and to stretch and to just expand your mindset around this, I want you to think about maybe another way you have dishonored or betrayed, even with your thinking, even with your communication, your husband, right? Because some it's happened somewhere. And again, that is not to say that you are at fault. He is 100% responsible for his actions. But I think to only look at him and to only um, look at his behavior without also looking at yours is just a disservice to you. Because even in that 
very unfortunate and sometimes traumatic experience, there's still something you should be seeing about yourself. So I'm going to put a pin in that conversation because that's not at all the direction I wanted to go today. Um, But I do want to let you know that if that is a situation you are struggling with, I empathize with you. I am here with you. I understand. And I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I'm not trying to say that you caused it or that you did it in some way or that you would ever do something like that. Okay? Hope we're good. Um, But so back to this, this secret, right? The relationship with yourself. And when it comes to assessing the relationship you have with yourself, there's just, um, there's, there's a couple of questions I want to pose to you that I really would encourage you to think about. And the first question when it comes to having a better relationship with yourself is an inquiry and investigation of your relationship with God. And the reason that's so important is because God is your creator, right? Like, if you have a question about your car, right, you're going to go to the manufacturer of your car. You're going to go to the dealership. You're going to go to the place that um, made it and understands it more than you do. And so that's how it is with God, right? Like he created you. He knows your innermost beings. He knows the number of hairs on your head right this very moment, right? And so there's nothing he doesn't know about you. And when you're coming to create a better relationship with yourself, you have to go to the source that created you in the first place. The other piece of this is that we are made in God's image. We are made in his likeness, meaning that we actually embody at our core, at our spirit level, right? Before our flesh and our ego get in the way, we embody all of those amazing things about God. We embody love. We embody forgiveness. We embody kindness and generosity and Um, you know, humility. We embody service and sacrifice. All of those wonderful, amazing, honorable, holy qualities of God, we too carry within ourselves. And so if we don't know who God is, if we don't know all of his um, characteristics, then we'll never uncover how those things exist within us. And so the relationship you have with God is so important. And the question I want to leave you with is, how do you see God? How do you see him? How would you describe him? Right? Do you see God as this entity that is so big and so glorious that you are just unworthy to be in his presence? Do you see God as some distant entity, right? That is just unreachable, that is outside of your grasp, that you want to know, but that maybe you don't have the time to know or you can't figure out how to access him because he seems so vague and so nebulous and so hard to sort of define, right? Do you see God as just 
this person um, or this entity to sort of meet your needs, right? Do you just pray for the things that you want and forget to align yourself with his will, right? Do you see God as someone who has favorites where you're feeling a little bit jealousy, a little bit of jealousy and envy? And so I want you to just think about that for a moment. How do you see God? How do you see him? And your answer is actually very revealing and says a lot about how you may be viewing yourself and how you may be viewing yourself within the context of your own marriage. So for example, is if you see God as someone who is just so powerful and amazing that you feel unworthy to be in his presence, that you feel unworthy to even have an intimate relationship with him, then how might that feeling of unworthiness be showing up in your marriage? It's a deep question. How might that feeling of unworthiness be showing up in your marriage? Another thing, right? If you see God as some distant deity who's outside of yourself, who's inaccessible or maybe emotionally unavailable for you because you cry out to him, you express your concerns and your needs and you feel like he's not answering, how might that be a reflection of how you see yourself in your own marriage right now? Do you feel connected to God? And as an extension, do you feel connected to your husband, right? If you see God as someone who is your provider and who, um, you know, just is there to give you the desires of your heart, do you only seek him when you need something and you want something and then you get frustrated that it's taking longer than you thought? How might that be? playing itself out in your relationship with your own husband right now? Do you see him the same way? And then if you feel like God has favorites, that he's blessed others more than he's blessed you, that he, you know, is better to other people and other people have some advantage that you don't have, and you're sort of the victim in all of this, like why me or why not me? Do you react the same way in your marriage? Do you get jealous when your husband spends time with other people? Do you feel like he neglects you? Do you feel like, you know, you are the victim of all of his, you know, decisions? Or do you see yourself as an empowered person? And so this is a real question for you to grapple with. How do you see God? How do you see God in your life and how is that playing itself out in your marriage? And the second question I want to explore when it comes to having a better relationship with yourself is really being able to answer the question, what do you think of yourself? What do you think of yourself? 
So when you look at who you are and how you are being and how you show up to your life, are you truly happy? Are you truly happy with how you think about yourself, the things you tell yourself, the conversation going on in your head about yourself, about your thoughts, about your behaviors, about your actions, about your reactions? We are busy in our heads. We are so busy in our heads having a thousand and one conversations with ourselves. And we see ourselves in a certain way. We have an image of ourselves that either serves us or is a disservice to us. And so what is the perception you have of yourself? Are you hard on yourself? Do you sit in regret a lot? Do you look back over your shoulder at all the mistakes you've made, feeling like you should have done things differently? Do you seek you know, accomplishments? And are you one of those people that's sort of never satisfied, that can never sit in celebration of what's going well, but you're always on to the next thing? Whatever perception you have of yourself is also the perception you have of your husband. So if you are hard on yourself, if you have those perfectionist standards or have like the highest expectations and then get really down and critical and judgmental of yourself when you don't meet them, then it's likely that the same thing is happening in your marriage. It's likely that you have incredibly high standards for what you expect of your husband. And when he doesn't meet them, you are incredibly disappointed and judgmental and critical, right? If you are always looking over your shoulder at your mistakes and have what's called a regret or past orientation, then you are probably the type of person who doesn't easily forgive your husband because you don't even know how to easily forgive yourself. And so any mistakes that he makes, you hold them over his head, whether that's verbally and what you say to him or just emotionally and mentally in terms of the conversation you have in your head about him. But it matters. It matters how you see yourself and how you look at your life. Because that's how you're seeing him and how you're looking at his life. And so I want you to think about that. If you are the type of person who's like super ambitious and super goal-oriented and always on to the next accomplishment and never looking at what's going right in front of you in the present moment then you may be one of those people that's just really hard to please. That no matter what, your husband is just not going to get it right for you because if he does one thing, you're already on to the next thing that he needs to do. And that can be really demotivating for a person who's not like that, right? It can make them feel like, I'm never going to get it right for her, so why even try? And so I want you to look at those things. I want you to recognize that the only secret that matters at this point in time to a better marriage is a better relationship with yourself. And the way you assess that, the way you look at that, the way you examine that is by looking at the relationship you have with God, 
It's by looking at how you see God and by looking at the relationship with yourself in your own mind and what you think of yourself. And so when those two things improve, you bring a whole new you, a whole new energy to your relationship, to your marriage, that it can't help but get better because you are better. And so today I want to just issue you a challenge to just be a better version of yourself. Get closer to God. Expand your view of him. Get closer to yourself. Expand the positive qualities within yourself. Because those are the things that really can help you create a better relationship with your husband. You are the constant in that relationship and in every other relationship you have in your life. And so the better you are, the better that relationship with B will be. So identify what is one thing you are going to do to just be a better version of yourself. What's one thing you're going to work on for the rest of the week? Got it? Good. Now get to work. I'll talk with you very soon. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.